The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week 10 of the Scorching Six Picks. Recording this on a Thursday night in Southern California. Joining me once again to discuss the week 10 slate, we got Rebound. What up, Rebound? How's it going? What's up, Z-Ball? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Uh, doing well. It's a pretty good slate I think we have. We had a decent Thursday night game. The Panthers ended up getting the win 25-15 over the Falcons in a very sloppy Weather game, lots of rain. So, what was your thoughts on that game? And what do you think that the Falcons should turn it over to Desmond Ritter at some point? Uh, it was a good game, and yeah, definitely they should. Okay, do you think that will happen? Uh, inshallah, soon. Okay, so what what are your thoughts now on the NFC South? Obviously, I think the Tampa Bay is now number one. The Falcons were, I think, number one for about a week. So. Is Tampa the clear favorite in that division now? What do you think? Yeah, I hope they would be. Okay, for sure. Let's get into the Week 10 slate. We'll start with game number one. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are technically the home team taking on the Seattle Seahawks, but the game is going to be played in Munich, Germany from Alliance, in Alliance Arena. Excuse me. Tampa Bay is laying two and a half in this one. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be a good game. This can go either way. It's a coin flip. Uh, I really don't know which way to go. Geno Smith has been balling out. Uh, Tom Brady, besides the last drive of the last game, pretty much played like shit. And I don't know. It's going to be a close one, but I'm going to go with the Seahawks here. Everyone loves Tom Brady in the Bucks, so I, I like the I like Geno Smith and Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. And my boy, who should be Rookie of the Year, Kenneth Walker. Okay. All right, yeah, I mean, this is kind of uh, Seahawks uh, firmly in first place, surprising everybody in the NFC West and overall in general. Their defenses look really good. And so far, early in the season, they look like they definitely got the better end of that Russell Wilson trade, getting all those draft picks and players. But let's see kind of what happens with them in the second half of the, of the season. Geno Smith is one of the top com- uh, candidates for comeback player of the year. Pete Carroll obviously is in the running for coach of the year. You mentioned your Kenneth Walker for rookie of the year nominee. So a lot of good stuff going for them. But I, I like the Bucks defense in this one. I think they're going to they're gonna come to play again like they did last week against the Rams at home. And that's what kept them in the game for Brady to get that game-winning drive. They they had that stop and were able to get the ball back for Brady for him to have that game-winning drive. So I think they'll uh, have another good game against Seattle. I think they'll limit uh, Geno Smith for some turnovers, in my opinion. And I like the Bucks to win this one 20-14, move to 5-5 five five on the season. 
Game number two, we got Buffalo at home, six and two, three and zero at home, hosting the seven and one Minnesota Vikings. Buffalo is a three and a half point favorite. Rebound, what do you think? Yeah, this is gonna be a really good one due to uh, Josh Allen possibly not playing, so that's why the spread has dropped. It opened at nine. We get a Case Keenum sighting possibly yeah, against his old team. What do yeah, you think? That's great. That's good. So as long as he feeds Stephon Diggs, that's all that matters to me. Uh, due to fantasy purposes. Uh, but, yeah, this will be a good one. I think uh, the, the Vikings will cover, but the Bills will win by a field goal, exactly. Okay, so what, I think the spread opened at, the line opened up at like 8 or 9, right? Yeah, I said it opened at 9. You know what I'm Okay, yeah, I mean, this is, I, I don't know, if Josh Allen is not playing, I don't see how Buffalo's offense is going to be able to move the ball consistently just because they're so reliant I think on Josh Allen making plays and making throws and the run game is pretty much non-existent obviously they have Naeem Hines now it's probably a little better but still I, I don't know how they're going to be able to generate offense if Josh Allen is not playing so I'm going to go the other way I disagree with you for the second straight game start out the week 10 slate I'm going to take the road dog Vikings getting Three and a half. I, I think they're going to win outright as well. Say 21-20, and they move to 8-1 on the season. Game number three, we've got Miami at home, 6-3, and three, hosting the 3-5 and five Cleveland Browns. Miami giving three and a half points in this one. What do you think? Yeah, I really like Miami here. Everyone's going to be high on Cleveland because the last game they played was versus the Bengals, and they won. But they're Coming off a of bye week yeah, as well. coming off a of bye the line table. But yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be a good game. And I got that definitely Miami covering here. It's gonna be an easy one. They'll win by a touch to seven to ten points. Yeah, I don't know what to what to, oh, what to go with here. It's kinda of tough. I the Browns are kinda of like up and down. When you expect them to win, uh they ended up they end up uh losing when you expect them to play good. And when you expect them to play bad, they ended up doing much better than you think they do. So I don't kind of know what's, what's going to happen here. But with that being said, I'm going to disagree with you again, Rebound. I'm going to take the Browns on the road coming off the bye week. I like them getting three and a half on the road as a road dog. I think they're going to win outright as well. I think uh, they're going to have Chubb and Hunt control the game. And I think, I think the defense is going to kind of get after Tua. So... I like them to win here. Twenty four twenty, move to four and five on the season. All right, game number four, moving in to the late afternoon window of games. We got your Green Bay Packers rebound at home, three and six, hosting the six and two, Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys laying four and a half. What do you think? Yeah, I really like the Cowboys here. I hope the uh, Green Bay just could bring complete shit. And now the receivers are going to hate Rodgers. Clearly, they do. After what he said and just handling the situation very bad, and not he's not a good leader. I've said this the whole time, even as a Packer fan. But I hope Green Bay loses every game, and I think the Cowboys win by a touchdown. Okay. Wow, we're gonna disagree again. Rebound. I like your Packers at home, getting four and a half as a home dog. I don't know if they win the game, but I'm definitely taking the four and a half. I think Rodgers had. Two bad interceptions, three interceptions, seven interceptions. Uh, a lot of interceptions from him. We usually don't see that, but still at two to one touchdown ratio, 
I still, I mean, he's having a bad season in comparison to what he does, but relative to other quarterbacks, I don't think it's as terrible as people are making it out to be. Obviously, the interceptions are really high. That's like the main thing. So, but I think uh, he'll get back on track, uh, keep the game close. I think Lazard will have a good game. And I think Green Bay's defense will come to play as well, I think. And I think it'll be close. But I'll say a close win for the Cowboys. Uh, I'll say 23-21, but I like the Cow- the Packers, excuse me, as the home dog getting four and a half. All right, moving into game five, we've got an NFC West battle from SoFi Stadium in Englewood, California. We've got the three and five Los Angeles Rams hosting the three and six Arizona Cardinals. Rams are giving a point and a half rebound. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cardinals there. The Rams have just completely shit the bed. Matthew Stafford's most likely not going to play. And I think Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray might not play either. So this is going to be an interesting game. But I like the Cardinals there. I think that they're better overall. And I, it's a coin flip. You can go either way here. But I'm going to go with the Cardinals. All right, this is the first one we're going to agree on, Rebound. I like the Cardinals as well here. I think the Rams season kind of just seems lost, kind of like that 2019 season that they had after going to the Super Bowl. And I think the Cardinals uh, have kind of the the better weapons here offensively, uh, more kind of uh, versatile, more spread out, whereas the Rams just are super dependent on Cooper Cup. They don't really have a run game. So I think that'll be the difference, and the Cardinals will pull out a win here. So I like them getting the point and a half, winning outright as well. I'll say 17-10 Cardinals in this one, and they move to 4-6 and six on the season. All right, rounding it out with the last game of the week, Game 6. we got the Sunday night game in primetime from Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara, California. we got the San Francisco 49ers, 4-4 four and four coming off their bye week. Hosting the 5-3 and three Los Angeles Chargers. The Niners are laying 7 points. Rebound, what do you think? Yeah, give me the Niners all day. The Chargers are really beat up. Mike Williams is out. Kenny Allen might not play. He's been injured all season. Their defense is very banged up. Cornerback J.C. Jackson is playing like shit ever, ever since he's got the bag. I mean, he, once you get paid, I guess, I guess it's forgettable how you've been playing, so... This is going to be a blowout. Niners win by double digits easy. Okay, I don't really know where to go here. I don't know if I trust Jimmy Garoppolo laying seven points. I don't know if I can ever lay seven points with Jimmy Garoppolo. But to be fair to him, he's been playing pretty well the last four games. I think he's had, I think, at least two touchdown passes in the last in four straight games and over 230 passing yards in each of those four games as well. Uh, 49ers is getting healthy for the most part. Uh, they got uh, a lot of their players back. Obviously, they lost Jason Verrett. It seems like that guy can't stay healthy no matter what he does. So his career might be over. But best wishes to him to get on his recovery. He tore his Achilles yesterday in practice. And um, their defense, uh, getting back most of the guys, Al Shahir, Dre Greenlaw, uh, they got Jimmy Ward back in the mix. I think Eli Mitchell's coming back. Colton McKivitz, Kyle Juszczyk. So a lot of their, they're getting healthy while rebound on the, on the other side mentioned that the Chargers are missing a lot of key guys. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Joey Bosa's out. Uh, obviously, 
they're heavily dependent on Herbert and Eckler, so who knows how much they can really do against the, the stout 49ers defense. So as much as I don't want to lay seven points with Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm going to agree with you, Rebound. I'm going to take my Niners, uh, swallow the seven points with my Niners at home, and I think this is kind of their first kind of like statement and blowout type win. Obviously, they kind of had one against the Rams, but I think this will be uh, a better one. And if they really have uh, aspirations of being a Super Bowl type team, they got to come in here and swallow, swallow and cover this seven points. So I'll take the Niners in this one, 31-17, and they move to five and four on the season. Alrighty, that'll wrap it up for week 10, Scorching Six. Rebound, thank you so much for coming on. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Bet safely. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoy all of the Week 10 matchups, and we'll be back next week for Week 11, Scorching 6.